0: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Zanine White. Today, I am so excited to introduce all of my audience to Chris Cotton. He is someone I have known for... Probably about 10 years. Um, We got reintroduced last weekend in Atlantic City, or I guess it was two weeks ago now in Atlantic City, when we went to a comedy show. Um, When Chris first started in the comedy scene, he was actively doing comedy all over Philadelphia. So I got to see him at Helium Comedy Club and at the Raven Lounge, where he hosted an open mic night. So it was real, I was really excited to actually get to be reacquainted with him um, in Atlantic City a couple weeks ago at his show. So I'm really excited to have him on. He has a wide variety of experience. He worked for um, Comedy Central in New York City, where he um, was a digital creator. He worked um, on he worked on a show called Every Damn Day. He's also written a book what my dad did about his childhood. He's worked with some of the biggest names in comedy, such as Ali Sadiq, Artie Lang, Keith Robinson, Godfrey, um, Brett Ernest, Tommy Davidson, Kevin Hart, Judah Freelander. So I'm just really super excited for him to come on. I also am so excited because he is one of the newest coaches that we have in our 30X Elite Coaching Program. So I'm super excited to have him come on because he's, when he's not doing comedy in Atlantic city in Philadelphia in New York city, he also teaches at the Philadelphia comedy college. So he is someone who is actually going to be able to really take the people in our coaching program who want to do comedy, which there are a lot to the next level, even more exciting is that he is going to be um, speaking at an event for us in the future. And when he does, Right before he does, he's actually headlining at Caroline's in New York City. So I'm really excited to have him on because he is honestly one of the funniest guys that I know. And again, because I've had a chance to watch his career from the time he started in Philadelphia, like 10 years ago, like literally like going from from this open mic to that open mic. It's just going to be really exciting to see him grow and to see him coach the people in our coaching group and help them grow as well. Again, he's one of the smartest comedians that I know. And if you guys, if you know anything about me, I love comedies. Um, We also had Gina Bisconti on the show, not, I guess, a couple months ago, who was also one of our coaches. So it's really exciting for me just to be able to, um, to introduce you guys to new comedians, like people that are really on the cutting edge of where they are and people who are willing to, um, who are really willing to pour back into the community. So I'm really super excited. So um, one of the things that we do in our coaching program is one of the things that we did that like really helps people to grow so much, which I, it sounds crazy because, as you know, um, we're a company that deals with actors, models, and musicians, but we had all of the people in our coaching program go out and do a stand-up comedy routine at, a, um, again, at an open mic night. And it was amazing to me because there were people who wanted to do that who were super shy, like they were like, "Oh Danina, I don't know if I can do that. One woman in particular reached out and she was like, me, I don't even know where to go and I was like, don't worry fi- find a place you could do this um but she now it was like she was like danine i don't I don't even know where I can do stand up comedy like where can I do this um and the thing is, is now she's a regular at a, at a place that holds open mic nights because she honed it so much and she enjoys it so much. She actually started her own page, her own comedy page. So I'm really excited to have Chris come on and just talk about his experience. And one of the things that Chris loves most is just giving back. He loves teaching um, teaching up-and-coming comedians. And actually, when um, the way that I was actually introduced to Chris Is that we've had a mutual friend and um, my friend is a dentist and it sounds crazy, right? A dentist going to learn comedy. But when he met Chris, he said to Chris, he said, Hey Chris, you know what? I don't want to do this full time. All I really want is for you to help me infuse comedy into my dental practice and into my, um, into the way that I speak because our friend, our mutual friend is also someone who loves public speaking and that's, that's honestly where he shines. He's a fantastic dentist, don't get me wrong, but he shines in comedy. So Chris is the one who helped him hone his skills on that, too. So I'm really excited to have Chris join us on the show today. Hi, Chris. How Hello. are you today?
1: I'm good. How you doing? Can you hear me? I'm fantastic. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? You're joining me. I All right, cool. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been called. I would call it like was... five times.
0: Oh, no. Oh, this This platform don't worry, the next time I have you on the the next time I have you on the podcast, we're going to be doing a different. we're probably going to be on a different platform because yesterday yesterday you guys don't know. I tried to have Chris on the show and then the 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 hosting company like kicked both of us out. It was terrible. But anyway, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for persisting and getting on the on the call with me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, that's no problem, man. This is cool.
0: Awesome. Well, I was just bragging on you. So can you tell my audience oh. a little bit about yourself?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I, I don't know what you said already. Uh, everything you said was true and uh, or, or okay. lies, I'm not sure. Uh, but no. Um, well, I, I, said, I, honestly, I said you're I'm, one of
0: the smartest comedians I know, so.
1: Oh, you don't know a lot of comedians. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's what we just learned. Oh, um, no, honestly <laughs> I I've been doing stand up for a whole long a lot of like I don't know, like thirteen years or something like that. Uh whole lot of a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of credits. I don't really talk about that stuff too much. Comedy central stuff and I don't know. Uh I don't know how to gloat about myself. I just kinda just talk. I'm not I'm not i I'm okay. not used to telling people about myself. I don't know what to do. I don't when people ask me that question what? the only way I answer that the worst, what? you know.
0: Okay. Well, I already did all of that for you. So now we know that Chris oh, is not so only much. a really smart comedian, he's also very humble. So um, <laughs> let's just get into it, Chris. How, like, Tell me, how did you get into comedy?
1: Uh, honestly, when I, I started, when I was in college, uh, I, I went to college for one year. Um, and when I was up there, I, I used to host all the shows. And then one day they had, like, a comedy show. It was, like, for uh, homecoming. They had a homecoming comedy show, and everybody was like, yo, you should go do their, Go do five minutes. And I let them talk, talk me into it. And I went to HBCU, which, you know, historically-backed uh, college university. Uh, but mm-hmm. I went to uh, Cheney University, and I was booed instantly, like, almost, like, 20 seconds what? in because I was so bad. Yeah, they liked me as a host. They didn't <laughs> like me as a stand-up. Not at all. Not at all. My jokes, they didn't want to hear the jokes. They wanted to see me just talk and hang out and chill with them, uh, but progressively, I mean, I did about three, two more shows up at college, where the time in which it took for them to boo me dwindled down smaller and smaller. Uh, and in the sense of, by the time I was the third show, it took them four and a half minutes to boo me, so I had thirty seconds left, and I was like, I am doing pretty good. I am a I am getting
0: better, you
1: know. <laughs> and that's then, uh, awesome. then after that, uh, yeah, then after that, I, I started doing comedy. I started going to the city into uh, Philadelphia uh, from school. I would commute all the way in on Wednesdays to do the open mic at Laugh House, and that's how I pretty much started. That's
0: awesome. So, what is it about comedy that has kept you engaged for all this time? Because I know a lot of people get started and then they're like this. I, this life just isn't for me. So what is it about comedy that keeps you engaged?
1: Uh, to be honest with you, it, it's always what I really wanted to do since, like, the age of 13. The first time I actually did actual stand-up, uh, uh, I kind of, like, told a joke on stage. The first time I did stand-up was in college. But the first time I actually told a joke on stage, I was hosting a middle school, my middle school talent show when I was 13. And I always wanted to be a comic. So that was kind of – I wanted to really be an actor, and but comic – I wanted to be both, which, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the other eventually, you know what I mean, like in a big way. But uh, I wanted to mm-hmm. be both. I wanted to be an actor, but I always, I, I always wanted to be a comic. So to be honest with you, it's kind of like – uh it's, as Courtney said, it was kind of like living out my dreams. I get to do a whole bunch of cool stuff. And plus, I, did, I, I was in college. I, wanna, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to go back to college. I don't want to do a <laughs> corporate job. And the best way to bypass all that is just to be a really good comic. Because then they, then they just ignore okay. the fact that you have no true educational background. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> they, they, they act like it doesn't exist. <laughs>
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't really need – I think I don't think you need a formal education to be a comedian. You just need a good sense of humor, and you need to be able to look at the world in a certain way where other people get depressed. Mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can make a joke out of that. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, we still get depressed, and we make the jokes. That's that's what most comics <laughs> do. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, okay, so I know you don't like to brag on your um, career with some of the people that you've worked with. Okay, but um, uh-huh. you're you have to admit, you the, some of the people that you've worked with have been pretty amazing. So, what is it like working with people like? We'll just Kevin Hart, like he's a Philly guy also. So like, what is it like mm-hmm. working with some of the biggest names in comedy? Like, t- talk to me about
1: that. Uh, to be honest with you, it, 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 it depends on the individual. Me, I'm uh, who, who who's working with them and the individual you're working with. Everybody varies, mm-hmm. but most are the same because I generally just like I just wanna I wanna go show up and tell jokes. I'm the same amount of nervous. Of me doing an open mic that I am with me opening for like Hannibal, like he, like kind of I opened up for him back in the day when like this is years ago? Uh, he was he was famous, but I didn't I knew him and and uh, I knew of him and I knew who I was opening for and everything else. It didn't, but then mm-hmm. I I truly couldn't even take it in too much. Like I just opened for Hannibal the other day, literally like four days ago at a college, real quick,
0: oh. and nobody heard
1: about it because okay. it was just like one of those things. He called me out of nowhere, like hey, come down and do this real quick. And it's funny because Hannibal is just a good friend. But aside from that, so honestly, the opening portion of it for me, I'm just as nervous as doing an open mic. Once I get off stage, I, I'm a different human being anyway. Like before I go on, I'm just worried about everything. I'm I'm trying to be super observing because I want to get the best I can out of the moment, you know what I mean, of telling jokes. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm just like su- super loose, and every and that's when every comic kind of changes, and they're they they are who they are. Some comics want to come, hang out, and talk. Some want to just be kind of left alone to themselves, you
0: know mm-hmm. what I mean,
1: to their own devices. Okay. Some, but uh, it very, but most of them are most of the ones I open for are very nice. I don't really work with anybody who I don't like as a human being. You okay. know, so
0: yeah. Yeah, I think it's important, especially like at the level that you are. Like, you don't have to work with people you don't like as human beings. So that that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome that yeah. you can do that. So, yeah.
1: and, and, so something well, I, mean, love I about will you... say this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. I w- I was no, gonna no, say. I will say, say this though. Uh, everybody, I mean, like, like to be honest with you, and I know some people are like, oh, so you don't know that they're stars. Yeah, yeah. When like when like stuff comes, like time, to, like pay for stuff, like it's hilarious because. If they look at it, like they know we're comics too. Some comics will be like, eh, let's split the bill" because they're just super cheap still. Uh, but like like how like you hear the series about like LeBron is still cheap, and uh, but some are just uh-huh. like to the point where it's like they, they don't even look around. They're like ah, like if anybody ever invites me to dinner, which this happens a lot, like I'll go to dinner and just hang out. And it's like soon we walk into places like I'm. I don't even fake reach for my, I don't even fake reach for my shitty TD Bank card because I, they're just. Looking, I'm like I'm not paying for this, bro. Like I, I would've went to Flood Ruckers or whatever we could I would have went to a YY. And you trying to go here? No, bro. The appetizers are fifty dollars, bro. I'm not even gonna yeah. act like I'm mm-mm. You know what I mean? And they don't and but that's the thing, is that's the part where it's hilarious because it's like, nah, yeah, you're the headliner. I get it. Pay for this. I'm not I'm not doing I'm going to eat regular too. Don't sit here and think I'm gonna Pity pinch. You walked in here with full intentions on being this dude. You're gonna be him. That's what you're gonna do. You're just gonna be this person. No, I'm not paying for that. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like, listen, if you're taking, if you're asking me to go to Morton's, you're paying for it.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, we're going to these places that have like ten seats in them. And you're like, who would eat here? It's ten seats, <laughs> and the menu is an absurd, obscene amount of money. And the food is delicious. Don't get me wrong. The food is usually always like yeah. ridiculously delicious. But at the same token it's like yeah. I'm not paying for that, man. I'm like <laughs> this is like a corporate it's like a corporate din- it's like a corporate dinner plus. You know what I mean? Not how, like you go to a corporate dinner. Yeah. It's usually like the best chain. This place is like some one-off yeah. restaurant that like literally the richest and famous people go there. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I got on a t-shirt that got names on it from my favorite <laughs> rap artist. here. Yeah, this is a this is a move. Everybody's wearing a suit and you got two comics sitting in there. It's always hilarious. Cause that's the best feeling though, is when you walk in there and it's like, yeah, I wore sweatpants today. That guy has a suit sitting next to me and they treat you exactly the same because they have to. And that's, you know, it feels yeah. so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been in situations where it's like that, where I'm like, okay, I think we're just going out to a normal dinner. And then the next thing I know, I'm like a really fine steakhouse. I'm like, well, I hope my old Navy jeans match up to everyone else's stuff in here. That's cool. <laughs> they
1: they always do. As long as the check is paid, they yep. don't care what you wear. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's awesome. So Chris, <laughs> something I know that you love doing too is um just getting back to um like really doing mm. a lot of like training for up and coming mm. comedians. So how did you get into that? And can we can we talk a little bit about that as well?
1: Oh well honestly, uh it, it kinda just is kind of just in my nature to a certain extent where like when I first started doing comedy, uh, I would notice like comics would just, you, you will watch these other open micers along with yourself, with myself. I mean, at the time, and I would see them just make it, like people just make up stuff. It felt like people would just make up mm-hmm. stuff and be like, Oh, you can't do that because that's the rule. And it's like, I, I'm not one also, the reason why I don't have a corporate job and things like that, because I hate, I hate certain rules. Because most of them are arbitrary they're made they were made at a certain mm. time where they might have been needed, or they were made to usually keep people out or to keep people in in some aspect. you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's that's yeah. generally what rules are made of made for, and in comedy a lot of I was noticed a lot of people were just making up stuff like like when I heard comics, uh, 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 for, the first one that most comics learn that it's not a rule is when they say you can't wear shorts on stage that's not a rule. It's like it's like you can butt <laughs> to begin a sentence. That's not a rule. You can't you can do it. You just it just some would say it's in their mind. Well, it's frowned upon. It's only frowned upon if you do it out of context. And plus, it depends on the style of comic you are. To be honest, I, I wear shorts um. on stage if it's hot. I wear shorts because it's hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, but then it's also yeah. my style of comedy. It kind of fits because I'm very le- I'm very I'm very leisurely and I'm very. This is just open and I like to chill and kind of talk. Uh, but I get it. They, they, but that's the first thing I heard. And I was like, this isn't a rule. It's just with, it's, it's a thing that somebody said. And now people say it's a rule. It's never been a rule. It's never is. It yeah. will be a rule. So, but things like that used to annoy me so much. And I was like, why don't, <laughs> and I would just start like when I really learned stuff and I was like, kind of, uh, I would say to a certain level, I was blessed at a lot of older comics like to talk to me and like to kind of give me like true wisdom and like things over the years. Like, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the best open micer. It's not talking to me. I'm talking about like people who are working like through my whole career. It's always been somebody who was working on a bigger platform than I am. I don't, I don't like to use the word levels because I feel like we're all comics so we're technically all on the same level. We just all get different access to different platforms. And, um, People on bigger platforms would say stuff, to, would tell me, like, real stuff that's like, no, nah, that doesn't matter. Like, I know that these open mics are saying this. That's not really important. And, like, like one of the best people who helped me out a lot, especially with, like, clothing and things like that, was working with R.D. Lang, and watching the way he, he gets treated. Uh, and he wears, like, you know, T-shirt. He's, let, he's known for wearing, like, a sweater or a dirty sweater or a T-shirt or just some, whatever, he was sweatpants. And, yeah. But I wouldn't dress, I don't, I mean, I don't dress like that because I just don't want to. But it comes down to, yeah. if, if you being comfortable is wearing overalls on stage, and you get the maximum amount of funny out of yourself that way, trust mm-hmm. me, everybody around you will accept that you wear overalls, because they're like, this dude is the most hilarious comic, and he wears overalls, and my corporate business will pay him to come to us while we wear suits and watch yeah. him in overalls.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it seems so arbitrary to like make up like there are so many other things to worry about besides like what you wear on stage. Because I like I know like I've worked in corporate environments where they're like, oh, you have to wear like I like you have to wear a dress every day to work. I'm like, okay, well, how does that make me more productive? Like right now, I wear like jeans or um or yoga pants most days, (laughs) and I'm just as productive Mm -hmm. as I was when I was wearing the suit. So it's it's funny, but. It's funny like the arbitrary mm-hmm. rules that people make. But um mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So yeah. I I love that you're breaking down the rules like that. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> and that that's the, I mean, that was one of the biggest reasons why I started helping comics next to me as much as I could. And now as I've gotten older as a comic, I've learned things and I've been privileged to go to like a lot go like work like you said, work with a lot of people and do a lot of things and, and see a lot of stuff. And I can right now I, I can truly go back and say, hey, let me help this comic. I mean, that's why I wrote my book was because yeah. I really wanted to help out comics and give them a different outlook on it, and really help them, got them through the business of comedy without making this thick book that just tells you this is how comedy done is done. And my book is mostly saying, look, these are some things I did. You can, I mean, you should, I mean, if you want to use some variations of this, but honestly. Everybody's journey is different. That's the majority of what my book is yeah. saying. It's a theory, based off of yeah. experiences and it kind of tells, hey, you. I might have went right right here, but you might have to go left because for you it fits. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's the beauty of comedy too. Like, I love I love comedy and um and it sounds so silly to say that. Like like you said, it sounds corny to say what I, like give your um, resume or whatever. It sounds corny for me to mm-hmm. say, but like, I love comedy and I love smart mm-hmm. comedy. And I think that, um, I think there are a lot of comedians that are really smart comedians because they take what's going on and they make it funny. But there are a lot of like, and I, I, I tend toward like the smart, like the, the smart comedy. Like one of my favorite comedians is Dave Chappelle because that man can touch every sacred cow in a room. And get every person, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, laughing because it's almost like you're laughing at yourself or you're laughing at um, you're laughing at society or you're laughing at whatever. And, like, the thing I love about comedy is, some like, I mean, I can only imagine the field day that all the comedians are having right now with everything going on in the news. So, like, I watch it and I'm just, like, getting furious. I'm like, why don't they just shut up? But, like, if I were a comedian, <laughs> I would love to, like, to have a comedian's mind so I could, like, take CNN and, like, just roast them because I'm sure like like <laughs> the fodder for comedy right now is insane. <laughs> but um it's but, like it's
1: you know what's funny, this is also one of the weirdest times where uh doing stuff about the news, this is the only time I've ever seen people get physically angry. Like literally like throw mm-hmm. tantrums and be like, That's not I don't believe that. They're and like and like they'll just like storm out of the room. And this is crazy. Like, like that's why it's like when I I touch on society stuff, but I do it from a very personal standpoint. And I touch on things yeah. that's very hot button topics, but I do it really extremely mm-hmm. personal to the point where they don't feel like the news is talking to them. So it feels like, oh, this guy's telling me a story. Oh, I never seen yeah. it from that perspective because mm-hmm. I, you can't. If you say the words, yeah, man, I was watching the news. You already lost five people. You literally just already lost five people. And the second you say. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, these liberals are are crazy, or these uh these these conservatives are crazy. You lost another half of the room instantly you, because yeah. people nowadays don't want to hear the end of the joke. They don't want to hear the end of the joke because yeah. they already hated the beginning. They're like, ah, checking out. This can't go in the way I would mm-hmm. like it because he said one word I hate it and it's like, oh, this is goofy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how soft people have become. Honestly, like because again, like. If you look at, like, comics like George Carlin, like, George Carlin, like, the stuff that he said, like, if you look back, or, like, Richard Pryor, like, all of those guys, like, if you look back at the stuff that they said, like, most people today would, like, curl up in a ball and cry. (laughs) But it's, like, like, just amazing to me. But, like, again, the thing I love about comedy is that, like, like you said, like, you can touch on those subjects from a personal standpoint where people won't get offended. And I think that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of finesse because there are a lot of people who don't have that ability like you do.
1: Yeah, I think that's my only um, – if I had to say I have a thing that I do that's my thing, that's my thing. I think that's my one yeah. thing – not my one thing, but that's my main thing I do the most is I could attach a lot of personal stories to a lot of things because I happen to have a lot of fucking personal stories about a lot of things, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah. This is – this is, and you know what's crazy when people say like nowadays, people – it comes and goes. People have been fickle over the years. It comes and goes. Right now, we're in a... We're in a yeah. Because, I mean, what, this, this is what happens when you have a boom in comedy. Every time a comedy boom happens, people love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate this so much. And then it goes kind of back to being yeah. underground. Very universal, yeah. back to being underground. And then it becomes the biggest mm-hmm. thing again. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. oh, this is... I mean, at one point, could you imagine, at least now we don't die, you know what I mean? Maybe if you was a court jester, <laughs> it was one point where they, well, you know what I mean? If you didn't make the case, you'd die. Like, at least we get to, we get a couple booze, maybe get a, some shit, you know what I mean? People tell you they don't want to come see you, you know what I mean? A lot of the little things can yeah. happen, but you, you live, you know? You know what I mean? Your family is, is stone <laughs> or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like court <laughs> jester back in the day were just like, ah, right, well, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, you know, I don't realize the, the job of the court jester. They thinking he was just supposed to be silly for the clown. No, I mean, for the uh, for the king. No, actually, the court jester's job was to lighten the blow and inform the king about what was happening in the, in the, in the, um what's it called? The, the, the little, not the nation, the little uh, tribe, not the tribe. In the kingdom. Uh, in yeah, the kingdom. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. What they call the it. It <laughs> kingdom? That was his job. It was to solve it. Like if everybody needed bread and people were dying of starvation, the court justice's job was to, in a humorously, in a humorous way, tease the fact that people are dying and, and that they're dying of starvation, and the king to be informed about it without him hearing, "Yo, you you a shitty king." You know what I mean? But and the people, so <laughs> yeah. he was. The court gesture still was the in between between the kingdom and and uh, uh, I mean the the, the the civilians and the king. And that's yeah. that's literally our well, job th- is to find a way. Yeah, but, no,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Your job. No, is no, to you, find good, a way. you good.
1: You yeah, good? To find a way for for, no, I, for the world to hear this shit. That's our job. Yeah, and I I, like,
0: I wish that um. I wish that the news and the government would all, like, sit down and listen to you guys and just be like, oh, you know what? We are really farcical. Maybe we should all, like, dial it back a couple of notches and stop being such idiots <laughs> because it's, like, well, it's crazy to me that, that, that like, I, I feel like the job of comedy, like you said, is, like, to, to point out the, the weird, the stupid stuff that's going on in society in a comedic way so that it's not offensive but it's
1: eye-opening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, we still are. And this is the thing now, it's like we still are. The good comics still are doing their job. It's just that society right now is, it's in a point where, okay, this is, and this is going to sound like a very weird statement, uh, but it, it, it's, it's, this is where the, eye, the most eye-opening thing happens, right? People now are starting to become more tolerant, but at the same token, they have nothing to hate. It's like one of those like, oh, we're running out of stuff to hate. So let's go for the people who don't deserve it, but at the same time we'll take it because I I yeah. don't I can't hate this person. I'm not allowed to hate this person. I'm not allowed to hate these group of people anymore. Uh, I gotta aim this somewhere because I got this hate that's boiling up inside of me. So let me just slide mm-hmm. it at a comic. Let me slide it at um, just women in general. Let me slide it at just it is it's like this is the weirdest it's ever the, to me this, for for what I've my lifetime, this is very weird to me that I've seen people be so open and closed off at the same time. Like, because it, it's like I, I'm one of the people who come to town where it's like, oh, I don't agree with you. Let's talk about it, and you do it with, it, and you don't. Yeah. You don't have to always talk with a smile either. You can be annoyed, but the key is you talk yeah. about it. Like, yeah. Nowadays it's weird because everybody, if they're not smiling, they are like. Well, this means it's a bad conversation. No, conversations have to ha happen sometimes. You know, mean for growth. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't well, know. You... But it's fun be it's fun <laughs> being a comic, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited to after I take your first class, um, that you're doing for our coaching program, I'm committing to come down to the Ravens Lounge and do an open mic night. So I'm really excited about oh. that. I'm excited to like learn oh, from man. you and to um to put it into practice, and I have a I have like a oh. hundred people who are expecting me to do that. So you, so I'm making my <laughs> commitment here in front of my whole audience.
1: Oh, this is gonna be fun, man. They, they they'll yeah they'll like it, and plus hopefully some people can come and see it live. But they're come just enjoy yeah. the show. They're gonna love it after I have my yeah. first uh, class too. I'm also gonna let them know. Uh, listen, I'm gonna have a weird challenge because I'm gonna hit them with a two parter that they're not gonna see coming uh, for my challenge. You go ahead Good. to come. But yeah, because I'm, I'm going to make you – it ain't just doing stand-up once for me. If you're going to do it, I told you, i bombed three times. So, you will – y'all going to have to at least bomb three times. So, that's life. That is what it is, man. It is what yeah. it is.
0: <laughs> No, and, and that's awesome. And, I like, I'm really excited. I was so excited when you said yes to joining our um, coaching team just because, like I, like, I know you, and I've known you for a long time, and, like, I was – like just seeing your journey, I can't wait to have you work with um, our guys because they're first of all we we were talking about you all weekend. We know they're going to love you. Oh, mm. uh, um, by the way, just so you know, um, we quote you nearly every day um, now oh, in, wait our, wait. in our in our little group. Here. <laughs> we're like is it, everybody. Is it, is the quote, ever, ever, uh, no. <laughs> oh no, that is <laughs> No, our quote. <laughs> is everybody has an address everybody has to lay their head down somewhere <laughs> so yeah. I point. I wish it were <laughs> butnits we're to- we're totally going to, we're to-, we're to-, we're to- we're <laughs> gonna have to bring butnits into the conversation some part I'm just <laughs> going to say <laughs> that today and see points. how see how the reaction uh, happens
1: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah, butnits is ridiculous
0: yeah. but butnits is hilarious
1: actually yeah, yes.
0: I, c- I can't talk about that on the air but we'll- we can talk about that <laughs> off air <laughs> We're talking about offense. That's the last. We're talking oh, all. You, you can, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. But no, no. We're really <laughs> excited to have you joining um, the coaching. I've been like telling everyone, "Oh my god, you guys have no idea." And I love that um, you're going to give them a multi-part challenge. But um, oh, it's going to be so difficult. It's so great. <laughs> it's, it's, I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm, I'm taking the challenge on myself, so maybe I shouldn't say that publicly, but I just did. So there oh, we go. No, 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 you'll, you'll like it. It'll be
1: fun. It'll be fun The challenge.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, Chris, um, I know that it's crazy, but our 30 minutes is already up, and I just want to thank you so much for, um, first of all, being flexible and getting on the mm-hmm, podcast no today after our snafu yesterday. And I'm really excited mm. to have you on our team and – just thank you so much. I can't wait to see um, what the future holds for you. It's going to be awesome.
1: I'm excited, too. Can I get my social media stuff? Am I supposed to do that?
0: Please. Yes, please do. Yes, definitely. <laughs>
1: All right. Please, everybody listening, come check me out. You can find me on at anywhere on almost everything, every platform social media is exactly the same. It's Cotton215, Win, C-O-T-T-O-N and numbers 215. Very easy. Thank you, man. I awesome. appreciate it. And then I can't wait to talk again, uh, and we'll hang out. I can't wait and either. I can't wait to you do these 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 challenges I have for you. So thank you.
0: I'm starting to sweat right now, so I'm <laughs> to I can't Don't wait. do You'll be like amazing. it. You'll
1: enjoy it. You'll enjoy we'll, it. We'll
0: we'll get all of our old friends together for um for a um a throwback Thursday night. Sounds cool, We're right? putting the
1: band back together. We're putting the band back
0: together. Yes, let's do say. it. It's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, Chris, thank you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you soon.
1: All right. Talk to you. Be good. Bye.
0: I just want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the VIP Ignite podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Chris Cotton. And as I said, he is going to be a new coach in the 30X Elite coaching program. So if you want to know what that is, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast, first of all, because I have a lot of other great, people coming up on the podcast that are going to be inspirational and if you want to know more about the 30x coaching program if you want to know how to become an actor a model or a musician and get to network with some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry please visit our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar thank you so much for listening and have a great day